Hello, hello, and welcome to the Lost Archives for episode 13. Oh my god. It's cursed. Though. Actually, it's not. It's episode 14. I'm wrong. I'm going to say I'm not It's not cursed anymore. <laughs> We got it's everyone. not cursed anymore. Um, my name's Owen. I'm the Dungeon Master for our campaign, The Tyranny of Dragons. Now, normally at this point, I would be handing over to our lovely players to introduce themselves, but I have an announcement to make just before this. Those of you who follow us on Twitter and Facebook will have seen the announcement that Claire, who plays the character of Mira, has had to step away for a few weeks. So tonight and for the next few sessions, we have a guest character joining us. It's my pleasure to introduce you to the lovely Alice. Hey, guys. Hi, Alice. <laughs> um, now, Alice will be introducing her character in a little bit. For the moment, we'll keep her identity a secret, uh, except that her name is Gloria, which all of you who are watching can see there on the screen. Um, whoops, <laughs> spoilers. Um, alrighty, Simon, Andrew, Jared, please go ahead and introduce yourselves and your characters as if I never interrupted you. Uh, hey everyone, it's uh, Simon here. I'm playing the character of Wiltix, the lovely little gnome fellow. Uh, yeah, small, slightly violent sometimes, just depends on his mood, and uh, yeah, excited to go on the flying ship next. Yes. So exciting. Hey guys, I'm Andrew, and I'm playing Azua Lighthouse, our uh, lovely resident uh, Azamir monk, uh, who's dark and chocolatey, like a crunchy, good on the outside, sometimes bad on the inside. Um, who knows? <laughs> we shall find out more. <laughs> Alright, hey guys, um, I'm Jared, I'm playing the character of Emric. Um, my internet really crap, so that's good. Um, <laughs> anyway, but um, yes, I am, uh, he's a paladin, he's a paladin, and he smites his foes with a vicious grin upon his face, while everyone chastises him. I'll pass it back to Owen. <laughs> Thanks, Jared. Um... Our journey has been following the escapades of the Tempest Adventuring Guild from the League of Adventurers based in the merchant city of Oxenfurt. Mira, Azua, Emric, and Wiltix returned to the city after a mission took them to the town of Greennest, where they discovered a group known as the Order of the Dragon was seeking to bring Tiamat, an evil betrayer god, back into the world. Um, the party were gifted the Nighthall Manor by the Governor of Greennest as thanks for their efforts, and the Tempest Guild have set about the process of making this their new home and their new guild hall. After hiring some new staff and a carer for the stolen dragon eggs, the party was summoned to the League headquarters for a meeting with Sylvia, uh, the administrator of the guild. At this meeting were some unfamiliar faces, a male dwarf called Onthar Fru and a female tiefling called Susurus, uh, both of whom represent organisations which have formed an alliance with the League to help combat the threat of the Order. You may remember that Onthar represented the Order of the Gauntlet, a religious military group, and Susurus represented the Harpers, a secret group who worked to preserve good and maintain the balance between civilization and wilderness. Sylvia had decided to appoint the Tempest Guild as the representative guild uh, for the League, given their intimate and first-hand knowledge of the Order. Um, given that time was of the essence, Sylvia had booked the party passage by airship to the capital city of Palin, and uh, Onthar, Froom, and Susurus decided to accompany the group there. And that's the recap. So we join back in as the airship that the party have been taking has departed the city of Oxenfurt. The airship rising high above the land, casting a shadow deep below. Uh, overnight airship, uh, whose shadows cast by the two moons high above. And by morning, the airship is arriving in the city of Palin. You can see the dock is bustling with activity. Large pillars of metal and stone at which the airships are fixed to are not stationary like those in Oxenfurt. You can see large gears and steam engines powering their ascension and descent. The large pillars um, are basically docks which constantly rise and fall like a mechanical ocean. And far below you can see hundreds of people moving throughout the walkways, lifts and cranes, constantly moving items, goods and people across the city and across the docks. You can see several large merchant ships, uh, other sky ships, characterised by their immense bulky hull, marked with various symbols for the sky cities. Um, there's a rising sun for Solaris, three circling winds for the city of Eris, and uh, intertwined knots for the city of Volus. The city of Palin, uh, for those of you who haven't been here before, which I think is everyone except Mira, the one character who's not here. <laughs> um, the city of Palin is vast. It is massive. Um, as the airships dock, it's actually close to the very center of the city, and I will bring you guys across to a little map so that you can see the city. Oh, very pretty. I like the color coding. Oh, very nice. There we go. Um, I'm just trying to see how much I can fit on this. Actually, that does screen. look really cool. Mm. That is a nice-looking city. Oh, thanks, man. Um, there we go. Paris. What was it, Alice? Yeah. 
Wait, does this also have the catacombs of Paris? Because that would be terrifying. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You guys will have to explore to find out. Um, so you can see the airship docks are located at uh, number 14. So they're actually located right there. I'm just pinging it on the map for everyone to see. Um, that's where the airship docks are located. Um, so you can see most of the city. You've sort of flown over that southern part and that uh, western part of you as you've entered in. And the city is absolutely bustling. Um, you can see a number of goods being loaded onto the ships and hovering above the various uh, larger ships are smaller sky bricks, which uh, those of you who are familiar with the sky ships know that these are very like these are much smaller, much faster, more maneuverable warships, which help defend the um, the precious cargo from sky pirates who plague the uh, the air uh, air merchant uh, uh, strips. As the ship finishes docking alongside the lowered gangway, um, you are ushered down the bridges and onto the docks. Uh, Susurus and Onthar are with you, uh, and you can see Mira is with you as well at this point. And as you step down off the gangplank, you can hear the sounds of the city uh, all around you. There's a great degree of activity. The, the occasional artificial hiss of a steam engine being, um, uh, being decompressed, and this grinding of gears at all times. Uh, and as you guys yeah, step down onto the onto the docks, Susurus pulls uh, the four of you, uh, sorry, five of you plus Antha, pulls you over to the side off, off the main track as people sort of try to move large wagons and carts through. Um, Susurus looks at each of you and goes, Well, it seems we're here. Survive the journey. Now, I have other business to attend to in the city, and I was wondering if I might be able to borrow Mira for this particular uh, mission. Do a voice. <laughs> yes, that uh, sounds appropriate. Is what Mira says. Sorry, Claire, okay. I can't do the voice as well as you. Go on then. Fine. Go along, run along, uh, little bookworm. Well, we shall meet you again sure? soon. Yes. Are you sure that's okay? Oh, I think we'll get along just fine without you, Mira. It'll be okay. We'll uh, meet you when you're done. Just stay safe. I will try. Um, and with that, she begins walking off, uh, walking off with Susurus. Yeah. So as you as you guys begin sort of heading down um, down across this area here, um, Susurus, you remember on the air, sh- air trip over, um, Susurus had been spending a little bit of time talking with Mira. Um, as they sort of turn to leave, Susurus has a sort of a quick startle, looks at Mira, pulls out a quick like a very small sort of medallion shaped object from her pouch and hands it to Mira, and then sort of bustles back over to you guys and looks at Azua. Wiltix and then Emmerich and then looks back to Azua and hands you a little medallion Azua. Um, here, I, the Harpers use these when we need to be able to find people. Um, we can we can make sure that Mira finds her way back to you at some point in the future, if as long as you keep this on you. Fantastic. Is it like a pin or is it a... Uh, a it's a, a small is medallion. A medallion? Uh, yeah, a medallion on a chain. Okay, cool. I'll put it around my neck. Yeah, uh, it looks quite nice. <laughs> It's a bronze marked with various symbols and sigils. Um, quite nicely matches in with your aesthetic of orange and uh, red and gold. Um, now, Azua, what's your passive perception? I believe it's like 15, isn't it? Yes. Azua, you see someone is watching you guys very closely. Um, they've sort of moved themselves a little bit behind a stack of crates. Um, they seem to sort of just be... It's very hard to make out too many details. You know it's a female and she's probably a, a gnome or a halfling. It just seems to be watching you and, and listening. Um, at this point, as you're sort of like noticing that, Onthar turns to you guys and goes, Right, well, uh, what are we going to do about the... Uh... Uh, sorry, no, Onthar was a dwarf. Uh, what are we going to do about the, uh, about the cult? How are we going to track them down? I was hoping that you uh, might have an idea. I, I kind of like pull everyone in really close and I'm like, well, we probably should start with whoever's just, you know, I, um, Just keep. Can you? Can everyone hear me? <laughs> I, I also. Uh, yeah, we can hear. Yeah. I also, okay, I, yeah. I look cool. at, um, <laughs> as as we're drawn in, I sort of look at you and go, "Well, uh, the problem is our uh, our brains just walk that way." <laughs> that's that's true. She she is ninety percent of our uh, thought process. <laughs> that's okay. Don't get me wrong. I come up. We've still got the broad, but that's okay. But what I was going to say is, and I kind of like shut it right down, is we, we probably should uh, see what the person that's watching us and listening in wants to do before we uh, talk about this in public. What? Wait, wait. And, I, and without, 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 without kind of looking, I kind of describe the person standing behind us. Just, well, so yeah. 
what you can see is yeah there's a female female no more halfling dressed in um fairly colorful clothes leathers leathers and colorful clothes but she's keeping part of her face hidden in shadow um she does seem to be um does seem to be dressed in very very colorful clothing but there's not too much else you can see because the way the shadows fall across her face and the way she sort of secreted herself away Okay. I'll just nah. let everyone know that someone's watching. Nah, don't worry about her. I reckon she's just looking for a coin or something like that. Probably a beggar or <laughs> something on the streets. Onthar <laughs> <laughs> um, goes, Right, well, I was, I was kind of hoping that we could go and uh, find a way to like track down the, the, the Order of the Dragon. I, I know that they were planning on, on sending out some wagons and caravans out of the... the uh, I think it was like the, the, the Northern Gate or the, the, the Eastern Gate. I'm not 100% sure, but I know that we need to probably, probably head in that direction. Well, you know what is the best way to find leads? The pub. The tavern. <laughs> so I think well, we should go there and get ourselves a nice feed and a nice drink. But uh, from when we were coming down on the uh, on the airship, there looked like there was a market to the north. I'm sure we could find the pub up that way. You know, merchants, they love a good tale. We might be able to uh, find out some more of where these, uh, where these caravans are going. So why don't we head that way? I reckon that's uh, very solid, very solid indeed. While this has been going on, Gloria, you have heard two pieces of information that pique your interest. You've heard the name of the Order of the Dragon, which absolutely piques your interest. And you've also heard mention of a caravan heading out of the, uh, the northern or the eastern gate of the city. And that definitely is something that interests you. So, so what you what you've heard, Alice? Um, uh, sorry, Gloria. That's piqued your interest. Is you've heard definite mention of the Order of the Dragon, um, a group who you've been tracking and following for some time now, uh, and you've also heard mention of um, a wagon and a caravan heading north, which is again something else that probably would pique your interest. You can hear these people talking about this uh, quite brazenly just in the street, um, which you think is probably <laughs> not super wise. Um, We're not the smartest. I'm like, uh, excellent. Sharpest tools in the shed. They sound like they need a new brain. Well, <laughs> wouldn't go that far. actually quite intelligent, <laughs> but so my character is Actually, yeah, uh, it's true. Simon's, Simon's character is actually, actually... He is actually the most intelligent. I am. I've got a 16. I'm just a I forget that. Poke. I forget that. I forget that. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, Gloria, yeah, you, you hear... You see these people. So, actually, tell you what... We can use this opportunity to really quickly... Could you each describe your characters super quickly and what they look oh. like? Yeah, okay. Super quickly. So we'll start Simon, with you go first. Yeah. Uh, look, if I, in three words, tall, dark, and handsome for uh, real quick. No. Um, <laughs> is None of those things. Tall for a gnome? Uh, handsome for a gnome? And where's dark and, clothing? No, and covered um, in scars. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a scarred up little fellow that uh, is quite hairy and uh, wears his lovely uh, black and slither armor, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Emery? Oh, okay. I, I, we normally do it like I normally at the end. Um, oh, okay. Sorry, I can go next. Sorry. Okay. No, it's all good. Um, I shall sorry. describe all the characters. <laughs> <laughs> so Emmerich is six foot tall. Um, he's muscular build. He has a big halberd that's either on his back or in his hand at all times. Uh, very well polished, though I'll admit, and well, very well sharpened. He keeps good care of his uh, equipment um, and sort of like spiky black hair. He has a scar that sort of runs down between his eye, uh, like right eye, and he has a lot of green and sort of grey coloured armour you can see it in the artwork so that's pretty much him um, but yeah he looks like a bit of a bit of a larrikin pass it over to Andrew ah thanks um, so Azua is tall for a he's kind of elf looking elven looking um, has a kind of fey um, feel about him um, doesn't really wear much armour so like kind of loose fitting clothing um, has a, a tight tension about him if you almost like a coiled spring um, but quite light on his feet as well um, when you tend to look out of your peripheral you sometimes get a glimpse of something that uh, almost like a light that's a bit too bright 
um, in your peripheral vision. But you can't see it when you look straight at me. Um, um, yeah, it's kind of my character. I love it. That's fantastic. Uh, and I can actually show you guys a picture of Ontharfrun as I uh, as I describe him. Um, so he is a dwarven gentleman. Um, he has a very large red beard, shaved head, uh, and he's dressed in uh, quite fine, quite fine plate armor with a large gauntleted uh, fist emblem on his chest. Um, and that's him there that you can see on screen if you're watching. There he is. If you're watching us live uh, or watching the YouTube, yeah. So that's that's what you'd see, Gloria, as you look over at these people. Uh, and yeah, probably the thought does cross your mind: these people are in need of a brain. Mm. That much is evident. <laughs> are we talking about the characters now? Or? <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't really matter to my character. Oh. <laughs> um, so yeah, Gloria, what would you like to do? I guess I'm looking over them with my like beady analytical eyes, wondering mm-hmm. how I can use them for my gain. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I, I heard them talk about the Order of Dragon, right? You did hear that specifically. And yeah. they're clearly brazen enough to talk about it in public, so they'll probably talk about it with a total stranger. I'm going to approach them and just, like, <laughs> yep. off the cuff, be like, you know what? Okay, so as you approach, I sort of go, um, <clears throat> look, got no money here. I'm sure there's other people you can find. All right, you oh, well, need actually, a little uh, halfling you, thing. You might, change, you might change what you say when you hear what she looks like. Alice, would you like to describe your character? Yeah, so I am like a middle-aged, graying hair, halfling female. Um, my most striking feature probably is like my beady analytical eyes and they sort of pierce through you as I, um, you know, as they cast over you. Um, I don't know what else to describe about myself. What do you look like? Yeah. In well, terms of, like, I'm wearing anything distinctive. Oh God, I don't know now. How, how I need the photo. How tall are you? Oh, I'm no. as tall as I'm as tall as Viltix. Oh, oh wow! Wow, that's, that's very convenient. I'd be slightly taller. I doubt I'll put it. My wheels on. <laughs> your, your pointy your pointy hat does not count, Viltix. It does. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um, yeah, so I'd say, like, because you can see, I'll, I'll pull up in the image a little bit so people can see. Yeah, yeah. Wearing? so wearing wearing leathers with uh, with some fine embroidery and some some uh, some nice jewel work, some nice scarves and things like that tied to the tied to the waist. A very elegant rapier um, strapped to her waist as well. Very very fine workmanship, um, and she does have a a lute uh, strapped to her back as well that looks to be fairly serviceable and functional. I'll be honest. Emric isn't the, the smartest. Already thinks that she's—he's already assigned himself to the fact that she's a beggar. So he'll—he'll he'll stick by what he said. Okay. I feel like, in response, Gloria would kind of get the loot, and you know how people do like that tap over the head when someone's being a bit of a shit. She'd yeah. do that with the loot, like not enough to hurt him, right. but just like to, to put him in his like place. So yeah, so um, I guess I have my shin. <laughs> I'd say that the the combined length of the loot plus you, if you do a jump, maybe right. you can just about reach just, right. and that's if Emric does not move away. Um, well, I'm, I'm not gonna just let her like hit no. me with <laughs> even gently with the loot. Um, I feel like I could even use that. Th- like, what's that weapon that he's holding? I can use that as like a step. The halberd. <laughs> I'd say he probably doesn't have it out on the docks. Uh, people right. probably, imagine it's, imagine yeah. it's strapped on my back. <laughs> so you just reach up and basically like it like touches his chest and just sort of taps him on the chest and then you, you've got your loot tapping him on the chest. Does it give a sense of like... I don't know, like putting him in his place or do, do I Do you want to make an intimidation fail? check? Do you yeah. Have, yeah. Make, make me an intimidation check, or? yeah. Yeah. Oh god, where do I find that? Just under skills. Skills. Um... Okay. Does that work? Eleven. Okay, yeah, it did. Eleven. Um, it's not the most... I think, I think probably, like, you've got the look right, you've got the walk right, um, but from further away he looked a little bit smaller, 
And so as you approach, <laughs> you, you sort of realize, oh, he, he's, he's like over five foot. Oh, he's over six foot. Oh, he's six foot four. <laughs> okay. And then as you sort of go to do this, it comes across as less um, putting him in his place and more just like stroking his chest with a loot and then well, putting it away again. What I'll admit is, Emmerich isn't, he's not intimidated, but he is a little bit like Turned on. No. <laughs> That's Wiltix's, uh, that's Wiltix's, uh, um, habitat. No, I, I imagine it would be more perplexed. I sort of just look at you and I'm like, uh, are you, you alright? Yes, Blimey, I get do. that out of my way, what are you? I was gonna offer you gold. Oh, alright, I'll take you gold, sure. <laughs> nah, not really, I'm not gonna give you gold, I'll give you copper though. Alright, go on. Okay, I'll give her a copper piece and tell her to scamp away. I feel like I'm gonna look at it, look back at him, put it in my pocket, and just like stare him down as I do it. Something else they want to, to actually like take into the fact that she has like a very elegant rapier because Embrick is gonna keep going on with this nudge nudge. But but just just for everyone's record, Gloria's won this round. She got uh, in your in your mind in your mind. Oh, nice. I turn I turn um, around though, like so my back's turned, and as if I'm like just paying her no more heed. Stop to everyone uh, else though if they want to step in because she has a very very exquisite rapier that Emric just glanced over, didn't even acknowledge. Yeah. Um, FYI, Emric's a bit but, of an asshole. Yeah. So, That's right, so uh, Gloria. <laughs> We're all assholes. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no! Except um, Andrew. I, I was going to say except for Mira. Yeah. I was going to say except for Mira. <laughs> no, Andrew, you're pretty. You're pretty. You're very almost like Superman-y, Like there's no ill that you will do. If anyone's watched The Boys, though, you could turn to Homelander. Oh, oh God. <laughs> um, I like Onthar, the transition. Thar sort of, sees this sort of stranger walk up and just poke one of you guys with a loot. And he looks over at this newcomer and goes, Can we help you, lass? What do you need? Well, funnily enough, I think I can help you. And let's face it, you all look like you need it. I'd really like to know what you know about the Order of the Dragons. And in return, I'll give you my wit. Well, maybe we should take this uh, conversation off the streets. Uh, Let's head... You were talking so brazenly. Oh, we haven't even got to the fun bits yet. <laughs> well, I, I thought it was uh, inside voices just then, but I guess my inside <laughs> voice isn't very insidey. I guess well, your inside voice carries outside very easily. <laughs> that I think it does. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Froom oh. sort of looks good. I well, I've got I've got a room booked. If if we want to head that way in one of the taverns. I could I could teach you there now. I just uh, I didn't think we were talking that loudly, lass. Well, maybe she's um, maybe she's a little bit more perceptive than we give her credit for. Typically, that's what beggars do. They just stand around. They all get all the gossip. Are <laughs> oh, you a smart um. Slight dig. Slight dig. <laughs> <laughs> You will learn to respect me the easy way or the hard way. Oh, gosh. Oh, please show him the hard way. <laughs> I look down and I just start laughing because I think, because you're so small, I just like, ha ha ha. I give her a pat on the head. Emmerich hates small people. Like, he pushes Wilson down a flight of stairs. I would say he down a hole. It's true. He did push, I would say he he's a little walls. bit of a bully. Equal heights, man. Equal heights. And see, it's um, funny because on Wednesday nights, just FYI, when I play with uh, some of these guys, my character's actually really wholesome. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you you're kind of like a southern gentleman. The, didn't save the him other... for the podcast, did you? No, I probably should have. But, but then, you know what? Emric, man, like, I'm sure people enjoy his little larrikin attitudes. I hope. The lovable rogue. Lovable rogue. <laughs> As we um, walk away, I kind of mumble under my breath, clearly compensating. <laughs> oh, I don't really oh, have a very nice. Uh, I don't have. A <laughs> so I don't think I'll pick that up until eleven. Uh, do I hear that? 
yes, you would. Yeah, definitely. Your passive perception fifteen. Yeah, you'd hear that. I have. I have a small giggle. Ontha <laughs> <laughs> um, Ontha leads you guys through the busy merchant uh, district and then out back through into an area of Palin that you know very well. Um, Gloria, this is now where the Bard's College is located. This is the Bright Bell Borough, uh, number three on the map. If you guys are, are watching the uh, watching the stream or uh, watching the YouTube uh, playback, um, the Bright Bell Borough is a small district located next to the the main keep, um, the Imperian, and next to Castle Town. And it's mostly composed of the minor nobility and wealthy who are not quite able to afford a spot within the walls of Castle Town itself. And it's the home of theatre and the arts in Palin. Um, Nobles and rising politicians wanted venues to mingle and scheme, and the theatres, the theatres, the galleries, and concert halls sort of opened up to help provide that niche. And so you would know this area very, very well, Gloria. Um, in fact, uh, Ontha leads you guys past the main thoroughfare that heads down towards the Bard's College, this massive, sprawling campus um, of buildings and, and theatres and, and showrooms and things like that for Bards who are learning and Bards who are teaching uh, other Bards. Uh, he leads you down towards uh, a small, uh, what looks like a, a theater and cafe um, known as the Sylvan Pavilion. Uh, and I'd say actually, Gloria, you've probably even been in this building once or twice before. Maybe not performing per se, but it is, it's a, it's a, a nice sort of tea room for an early morning, um, early morning bit of quiet time. And it has booths which are separated off and, and soundproofed uh, for those politicians and uh, and nobles who want to scheme in, in relative, uh, yeah, exactly, uh, scheme in, in relative safety and in, in, from eavesdropping. Um, uh, on Thursday, he leads you through the main gate uh, into this area, this cafe area, sort of sees a lot of the outdoor tables, mutters under his breath, looks inside, then goes up to the front door, uh, calls out through uh, the main entrance. Like, right, we're looking for a booth uh, for, for five. Uh, for one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five, five. Uh, this very beautiful, um, uh, very beautiful uh, Aracocra. Uh, it looks like a, a, a macaw. Um, very beautiful rainbow plumage. This large, um, sort of thick beak comes out. Um, yes, of course. Follow me this way. Um, you would know this as Swift, Gloria. You have interacted with Swift before. She's not just the owner of the establishment, she's actually a bard in of her own right. Um, she yeah, leads you down. No, you probably get along okay with uh, with Swift. She she helps run some of the more clandestine stuff that goes on in the city. So often, bards who are uh, with your college, um, the College of Eloquence and, and the College of Spies and things like that, um, generally will talk to her when they want to eavesdrop on people in her establishment. She has ways that people can eavesdrop for the right price. So, for um, example, if I gave her a nod or a wink or some kind of gesture that she knows... Yeah. Could I, could could she kind of put us in a room where she knows that I can go to when I say I'm going to the bathroom or something, and I can hear what they're saying when I'm not in the room? Uh, absolutely, you would know that the the symbol and the the sort of the nod, um, the secret handshake, as it were, um, is two fingers just across the chest, up on top of the shoulder, as if you're brushing something off, um, but only the first two fingers. Yeah, um, she sees you do that, and nods. Uh, and leads you down a corridor and into a large uh, dining tea room. Um, she seats you, to, uh, seats you all around this table. Um, tea, gentlemen? And ladies? <laughs> <laughs> uh, tea would be nice, thank you. Could, um, mm. could you bring some um, ale for myself? So it is nine o'clock in the morning. So? I'll see what I can find. <laughs> Thank you. Much appreciated. I'm with the giant. Uh, I'll have a whiskey. Oh. Whiskey. That I can do. And she nods. I don't want to I don't want to be one-upped. So, I'll um <laughs> look uh I'll have a whiskey too, all right? Fine. I give uh, yes. a little, no, little a little grin to um Gloria that she's one-upped okay. me. <laughs> and, and I'll toss I'll toss the copper to to the lady. <laughs> I don't even know if they're paid what, for drink, but that is what funny. Would you, what would you like me to do with this, Gloria? Get yourself something nice. <laughs> she she sort of gives you a bit of a confused look and then walks away. Um very confused. She she'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, Emerald could actually yeah. a bit of a laugh at that. Uh, Onthar, as you all sit down, looks around the table. Uh, uh, right, so, um, w- 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 what's your name, lass? I not introduced myself. Well, no. if my, Did um... Then I retract my glorious statement before when I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I assumed my reputation preceded me, obviously, especially being where we are. You obviously will have heard of me. Um, right? I've, uh, I've never been here in this. Oh, God. No, neither have I. <laughs> so, why did you yes, think you... I thought you were a beggar? Well, I clearly thought you knew who I was, intimidated by my abilities. No, no, I felt... actually thought you were a beggar looking for coin. Oh, right. So it's, it's, so it's, the, daft, <laughs> it's the daftness more than the, <clears throat> the ego. No, I don't think any of us know who you are. And I don't know Gosh. if you know what daft means, but uh, no, who, who are you? you Why don't you tell uh, us a little bit about yourself? What, what brings you to Palin? I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> oh, and help you me. can be as honest. You can be as honest or as deceptive as you like. It's completely up to you. Good point. You don't have to tell them the truth. You could if you wanted to. You don't have to. You don't you have to say whatever you like. Damn it, Glory! Were you spying well, on us? Get the docs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been I've been teaching, you know, at the at the college for a number of years now and you know what being around those really talented people's left me feeling pretty unfulfilled because they you know they don't really compare do they um i don't know i'm looking for the next challenge and i think the order of the dragon may be a part of that and that's why i was intrigued when i overheard you so so openly talking about something like that <laughs> So you've well, heard the Order of the Dragon before? So you yeah. can say that our reputation precedes us. <laughs> or our well, voices. <laughs> yeah, your voices. <laughs> That's a good one there. That's a good one there. Right, uh, maybe, uh, we should, maybe we should start talking more quietly about the secret organization hellbent on the destruction <laughs> of our of our planet. Yeah, that's uh, and the cosmos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe keep that on the down low. I mean, too true, um, too true. In, in the room that we're in, uh, can I just do a perception check to see, like, yeah. how many people are around us? Are they within earshot? So you, um, yeah, you can make a perception check, listening? absolutely. Also, the, the bit uh, of a wink that uh, Gloria gave uh, Swift before, would I have noticed that if I've got the, um, if I've got the urban bounty hunter backgrounds like the ear to the ground feature or yeah so you would have you would have seen when she flicked the copper and gave the wink you would have noticed that um and that that could be that could have been some sort of signal um what does stand out to you wiltix is she knew gloria's name and she said it before so i but i might as a character i probably just assumed that she's from here so knows the people I suppose. Uh, you, you definitely get the sense that she's from here. Yeah, definitely, mm. definitely. Um, how's that perception check coming along? As oh, well? sorry. Um, I uh, had to install... Had to reload uh, D&D Beyond? Yeah. Oh, the, new, the new Beyond 20 update. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'll, I, what you can see, so you've been ushered into a private booth. Um, there is no one else in this room apart from you guys. It is, it is a larger uh, dining room, but you are alone. Um, there are, there's a large sort of... Um, very ornately made antique table that you're all seated around in these very nice plush chairs um there is like everything that you could think of in terms of what you need for tea there's a small kettle in the very center of the table that has its own burner that seems to be powered by magic you can see a number of um cups that have been arranged around it uh, but there are there is no tea there, there is a box that is currently empty um and it seems to be it normally would be filled with tea um as a perception of 10 yeah so what, what else you can see as you look around um Everything in this room seems to have been made to help with soundproofing. The curtains on the walls are very thick and they cover the whole section of the room to help muffle sounds as they as they leave. Um, you don't see or, or hear any other people nearby. You think you are pretty alone and pretty private in this room. Uh, but as you're looking around, you notice a bit of a shimmer of 
this sort of orangey purple magic above the box and then the box fills with different types of teas um, in these little uh, like cloth bags almost that sort of fill up and there's a number of different labels on them and, and they literally just appear from nothing in the uh, in the box in front of you guys and the kettle you see it shake a little bit and then it begins filling with water and then slowly steaming uh, Gloria you would know Ooh. that the, the teas are prepared magically and then uh, transported across and they're individually wrapped fresh for each new patron and then they're just magically magically Ooh. transported into the room to help cool. keep the privacy and help keep the uh, security Mm, okay. Nice. <clears throat> Quick on. Um, Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, Gloria, mm. what you already know about the order. You uh, clearly knew that we were coming because, uh, you know, why would you be waiting at those docks otherwise? Uh, again, I've asked this before, but people seem to be ignoring me. Are you a spy? <laughs> <laughs> what even is a spy, really? She's a spy, guys. Sorry. <laughs> so what? I think uh, things are acting a little bit sus. Are you always so paranoid, or is that because of your childhood? <laughs> are you talking to Emmerich? Or... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good. You uh, don't know anything about my childhood. He's gotten a little that serious is... now. That is probably not a uh, conversation for this time or this table. I don't think that I don't think the tavern wants to uh, make repairs. <laughs> Defensiveness, then. Uh, Emmerich has his secrets. Oh, as does everyone, though, don't they, as we are? <laughs> we all do. <laughs> Bit of light and dark. <laughs> I guess the difference is some people are better at keeping them than others. Others have them all over their face. Oh my god. I'm gonna stare into her eyes. Oh, okay. Like my beady gonna, eyes stare back, gonna, penetrating gonna, into his soul. I'm gonna drop the uh, haunted one feature heart of darkness into Alrighty, so Jared Jared has a special Jared has a special background feature. Um when he stares at people and chooses to, uh, you can see that he has been through unimaginable horrors. He has lived through um, just a nightmarish existence at some point that has left him scarred and emotionally and physically and spiritually damaged uh, deeply. Uh, anything else you want to add to that, Jared, or does that pretty much cover it? That's pretty much good. I'm just, um, I don't, I'm not like dropping it on her. I just want her, when she does look into my eyes, that's what she sort of just gets a little glimpse of, like a little just, yeah, maybe like just a little a shadow just runs through her body. And that's all, yeah. that's all I'd want. I'm not going to really influence In that case, her too much. Yeah, in that case, you then get a sense that Emmerich has lived through horrors beyond imagining. Um, yeah. And that's that's the hint you would get, probably, Gloria. And my reaction, I don't know if it's surprising, but she's going to be like, oh, yes, bonus. Like, she's really excited by the fact that you've got a complex history and probably lots of trauma. She feels like that's something that she'll be able to influence. Okay. <laughs> you, you don't have to share. You don't have to share why Gloria's stoked about it unless you want to. All right. All right. All <laughs> more, right. More for the for the. I mean, for the players, absolutely, it's hilarious for us, and we love knowing that. Um, as as long as as long as we can all refrain from metagaming. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, Gloria's reaction seems to be very atypical. Normally, people when they when they get a glimpse of your your haunted one feature emmerich there's a there's a shock and an awe but the last two times you flashed it um it's not gone quite as you expected the first time with uh with leosin he had a, a variant version of it that reflected back at you hope and positivity and this time someone actually seems genuinely stoked to be to, to see that you have this horrific darkness within you that you've you've uh, that's just really through. weird <laughs> i'm actually mm. a little like it's not actually a conscious thing that emmerich knows about actually if i'm being honest it's not like no he just puts it on yeah, it's just when he looks at people, sometimes if they the like, stare long enough, it's sort of all come through. Yeah, yeah sometimes That's how the mask I that Eric wears falls away. So he, mm. he won't be aware of that. He'll just sort of think it's a bit weird that she's just perked up. Yeah, it is a bit weird. Um, Unthar sort of looks over at the lobby and goes, why, why do you want to... Do, you said the court what a challenge. What, what did you mean by that? Wait, who said that? Did I say that? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You, you said the cult were a challenge that you wanted to. You said that you wanted a challenge, mm. and you were looking for oh. something else, aka okay, cult. Hmm. 
Yeah. Well... What do I mean by that? I guess that's something for me to discover. Because I'm, I'm going to come right out and say it last. We, we want to stop them. We, we really, really want to stop them. Yeah, have, how come? We have seen their inner workings and what their plan is, and it's not great. What, by what, not what great, do you know? I mean, by, by not great, I mean it's universe shifting. Not great. Let's, um, let's say more like universe shattering. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> Cosmos altering. Really. Such, such power. Well, if power's what you want, you're looking in the right place. But if you end up on that side and that's the side you want to be on, this is not the table you should be sitting at. <laughs> <laughs> does does it does it matter? I guess I don't know. The person that would lead them, whether it's into greatness or into darkness, would be a brilliant person. Oh, ah, oh. uh, it's uh, you're intense. <laughs> 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 this got so very on our side or not? <laughs> Either way, for now we seem aligned. Wait, do we though? What do you even want? I want to find them. What do you want? We want to destroy them. Well, I guess finding them is the first step to destroying them. So let's find them together. You yeah, clearly but... need a brain. I clearly need some height. I think we can make it work. <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you want when you find them? Because I myself am going to pulverize them with this here hellbird. I'm sure I don't know. How can I know what I'll know then? Seems kind of sus. <laughs> I'm, um, do you want to make, make an insight every... check? I will, yes, actually, yes. That's good. I mean, like, my insight's not crash hot. Well, fuck I'll give you advantage. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, nat 20. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Worry about it. 20. Um... You saw through her, like... A lace cloth. Well, so that <laughs> Gloria hasn't Gloria hasn't lied. Um, you don't get the sense she's being deceptive. Uh, you do get the sense that her motives she is keeping secret. Um, you okay. don't get the sense that she wants to help the cult. Like the 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 the, the message you're getting isn't that she she doesn't. You don't feel like she wants to destroy them. She doesn't want to help them. There's something else that she wants from them. There's right. something else that she gets out of this, and it's not necessarily to do with them it's not necessarily to do with you guys there's some other third option that she's after absolutely but you you, you get the sense that when you guys started talking about destroying the cult she didn't care and when she started talking about finding them and you guys were like are you going to help them she didn't care she doesn't really want to help them her body language seems to suggest there's something else hidden I'll, um, um, that she's after I won't, I won't press the matter but i will keep that close to my chest for now i'm just going to be a bit guarded around gloria here i'm a little bit Emmerich's a little sus. Yeah, fair enough. Because obviously his goal is annihilate these people that he thinks potentially did all the betrayals and stuff back mm. in with the Paladin Order. Yeah. When when you said you wanted to pulverize them with your halberd, she she did not seem to care one bit. No, that not that's really. That's what you wanted to do. That she did. She really like could not care. She so, could not have cared less. I'm guarded. <laughs> like she was just like, yeah, sure, cool, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to do, man. I'm I'm guarded and a little bit perplexed she seems very cool with you destroying them doesn't doesn't really bother her too much she doesn't it's weird though because she doesn't want to destroy a uh, jump in with that so we'll see i, I don't know like say... i'll leave it up because you got a nat 20 i'll add to that looking at her okay. you don't get the sense that she does stuff on the front lines she seems to be someone who works better behind the scenes ah uh, well that i yeah. will say that i prefer the idea of pulling the puppet strings but sure <laughs> mm. you okay, suspect that if she wanted something destroyed she'd get someone else to do it and it would see, not be traceable back to her yeah that's weird that'd be interesting to see how it rubs up with emmerich because emmerich's very much like if you're going to do something you do it yourself um and we'll let that the, play out though but um yeah i'll yeah. i'm happy with that i'm not going to press it so i'll keep on going you can keep on Onthal going sort of looks over at you gloria um the dwarf on that right so I, I had to, I had a plan. I, I know that the, the the group are gathering some sort of like caravan or, or wagon. They're joining a merchant convoy heading north. Um, I think it was out of the north gate, or or maybe it was a south gate. Seems like a pretty important distinction. 
well, uh, look, I need I need fresh intel, uh, fresh eyes and ears on the ground. Basically, um, what you're saying, Idfar, a spy. Well, look, just someone who knows what they're up to. I glance over at Gloria. Am I? Do I know someone that would know Owen? You actually know where they've been. Oh, um, oh sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> no. That's so good. It's okay. Tell Al- me what Alice, I know. Alice, the player, might not know, but Gloria, the character, knows. Um, if you've got your, yeah, if you've got your little word document, you. if you've got your oh, word yeah, document right. of knowledge there, you, you oh, actually yep, know yep, this. Yep. Sorry, oh, one he's, second. Uh, whiskey's gone. Yeah. Actually, the whiskey hasn't come in yet. So yeah, at this point, damn. it's just the tea that's been served. Yeah, no, just just tea at the okay. moment that's been served. So what I've heard is that the members of the Order have been arriving in the airship docks and traveling to the outer market district of Palin to begin the journey as part of the larger <laughs> caravan heading north. And oh. I'm willing to help you as long as you let me accompany you guys. Look at, uh, what, what, what can you do? Are you good in battle or are you... Uh... Look, I'm good from a distance. I'm a bigger picture kind of person. There is a bigger picture. I <laughs> um, oh, see so you have a uh, lovely rapier there as well. Do you know how to use that in a fight? Because uh, the rest of us know how to pull our weight in battle. What do you reckon? Do I know Owen? Oh, yeah, you're proficient. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I can hold my own. Let's just say... Let's just say I've got... Bigger and better strengths. Okay, because uh, you know there's only one room for uh, one gnome slash halfling in this group, uh... and uh, you're not taking my thing. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no fear. We are so fundamentally different. There I'm is sorry. no risk. I'm really sorry, Alice, but so a lot of their party members have just been like outright like hostile. <laughs> to Gloria. It's, I think, um, no, no, no. That's it's a compliment to the character Alice has created because this is exactly the character she was trying to make. Yeah, well, just, I just want to... She was listening from the shadows. Yeah, she I know. Is, uh... yeah, it's us. Hey, this is this is precisely the character Alice wanted to make. I would just like to say that Jared doesn't think you're a horrible person. But he thinks Gloria might. No, I'm joking. That's right. I, 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 yeah. Let's just say I know Gloria personally. She's a oh bitch. My <laughs> oh my god! Is this like an actual person you just don't think... the character off? Yeah. Yes. That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't think Gloria's uh, gonna watch this stream. Um, that is hilarious. Wait the real name. I didn't. I said Gloria. I don't think Gloria's gonna watch oh. this podcast or listen to the stream. Um, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say the name. Uh, yeah. So, um, Onthar sort of looks and goes. Wait. Okay. So you, what, what you're saying is what, you, you'll help us track the cult. Yes. Yeah, and and well, I don't I don't get it. What what, what how, how how do you help? How, how do we help you? What what are we doing that you get out of this? Well, I mean, I think she. Uh, I think we find the call for her. I think that's what she wants. No, I don't know what I want from them, Owen. I have no idea. <laughs> you want to find I them mean, at least, don't you? You just want friends. I mean, yeah. <laughs> she I she think, just turns um... around, and goes, guys, I'm just really lonely. Please, I want friends. Yeah, I mean, the best way to blend, best way I mean, to blend I in is in a crowd. I mean, I don't need you, but it's, it's kind of oh. nice to have some people to do the legwork, you know. Oh, the, mind, the mindless honest. stuff. You're lucky this uh. is out of game. <laughs> no, she says that. I think That's, Gloria says that. No right? way. I think uh, I'd be more tact. Uh, I think I'd be more like um, strategic about how I said it. Yeah. So maybe oh. like, yeah. Oh, you know us. Us big minds have feeble bodies. We need big bodies with <laughs> feeble minds. Nice. Big brain moment. Oh. I'd probably laugh at that and go, that's why I keep these giants around. Ha ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> and look, Emmerich's not like that stupid. He looks at you with a bit of like a... What's... You know when like someone says something and you just give him like a sort of like a look where it's like, you're not like angry, but you're like a little annoyed. He gives uh, just that, that look, just like a really fuck you. <laughs> Gloria yeah, looks just... pretty smug at Viltix's attempt to like get on side with her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my uh... god! So many just arguing. 
It's like a good of an American sitcom or something. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. All right, look, Gloria, if you don't <laughs> like this, you don't have to come with us. But uh, you're gonna have to work with us somewhere. You're gonna have to meet somewhere in the middle. So, uh, yeah, you, uh, if you're happy to provide us with information when we need it, then uh, we'll keep you along for now. But uh, as long as you remain useful, I suppose, then you can stick along. I don't know what these guys think. Well, look, all honesty, she has uh, inside knowledge of the city, so I think we need her around. Hmm. Yeah, that's know? true. It seems like it. Right, so the Tempest Guild are. Uh... Sorry. Oh, sorry, you go. Yeah. No, 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 no. I was just going to no, say no. the uh, the Tempest Guild trust easily, but we will crush you if you betray us. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do not cross us. I guess I make myself small and like a, a tiny old woman. Ah, oh, you think so much of me. I kind of look at you like eye to eye, and I let my I let my like human eyes slip, and you kind of see what's beyond them, which is this like just endless gold light, and then I just like shift it back. I just keep dropping this like eyes eyes features on her. The darkness and lightness just smacking <laughs> into her just, face. Yeah, just just letting her know that there's you know there's more than one side to this guilt. <laughs> what do I what do I make of that, Owen? So yeah, you you've seen ASMR before. People who are they contain a bit of divine or holy energy. Um, this is probably an ASMR, not a human. Uh, probably at first you thought he might be human, but yeah, you're very confident now that he's definitely uh, definitely an ASMR. Um, he's got angelic heritage somewhere. I'll be like fascinating. And then in my mind, I'm like, perfect for my experiments. Whoa. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> um, while this is all gone, though, Emrick will sort of just pop out and be like, um, how's the, uh, how's the whiskey coming along? I don't know. It's not at my table yet. What's going on with that? To a bar, like, to a barmaid. There, there are no barmaids. You are alone inside oh, this room. Oh, shit, okay. Well, then I'll pop out. It's a it's a room, so I'll walk out, pop my head out the yeah. door. I take it that's what I'm sort of dealing with. Yeah, as you look down the corridor, um, you don't see any barmaids. You don't see any staff. It seems to be just you guys all alone in this area. Okay, is that okay? Should there be people there, Owen? You have no idea how this establishment works, <laughs> so well, I will say when, you're not sure. When I was walking through. Yeah, there were no staff moving around. It's all these private rooms and people oh, okay. entering into these private rooms, yeah. Okay, that's cool. No, that's fine. I was just worried that, like, if there were people there before, but now there isn't, I was expecting an ambush. Oh, oh you don't need to worry oh. about that, man. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I well, don't anyway, need to worry your pretty little head. Emric is a little bit deflated, but he'll walk back to the table because he didn't get his whiskey. He's not going to go off and just look around. So he'll sit back down. And you guys can continue. Did you any other tables around us, Owen? No, you guys are alone in this room. Uh, you know that the booths are separate from from the other areas, and it's you are offered quite a quite a, a large degree of privacy um, in this establishment. Is there any whiskey available around us? Oh, you would know that to get the whiskey, um, you just need to turn the glass, uh, the shot glass that's in, in the center of the table. Just turn it the right way up, and it will it will fill for you. Okay, what? I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a bit of show of this. I think. Yeah. I'll like play coy and pretend like it's the most normal thing in the world, but also like slight a glance towards Emmerich to make it kind of pointed that I think I'm quite a bit better than him. <laughs> uh, you see as, as Gloria turns over her glass, there's a moment and then suddenly it begins filling with, uh, with what looks like very fine whiskey. I, I honestly will not even take her uh, glance into consideration. I'll be, I'll sort of like, whoa, whoa, oh shit, that's uh, that's really cool. And I'll like sort of, I'll probably like move with a bit of speed to the table to do the same to mine and sort of um, see the liquor pour in. So I don't even take heed of her glance because I was too excited by the fact that I'm going to get whiskey. Uh, as you as you turn the glass over. It instantly fills with this amber liquid. Just realise that Emric's probably not the best pairing with Gloria because I've made him a little bit oblivious and carefree. Hey, easier victim. That's what she thinks for now. 
We'll see what happens down the line. Well, anyway, yeah, but I'll, um, I will start. Actually, no, is it a shot, Owen, or is it like a proper, like, glass? A snifter, yeah. So not so a not, shot? Not a, full, not a full glass. It's more of a, it's like a snifter, like a, a small amount, but enough that um, you could get a, a couple of couple of sips. Okay, cool. It's I'll more start. about savoring it, man. I'll start sipping away. <laughs> and as I do that, I'll look at everyone and be like, <clears throat> so, um... What's the, uh, what's the next step, guys? What do, we, what do we reckon the plan is? Well, we need uh, to scout out the caravan that's leaving, so... I remember that we were... I think it was leaving from the north gate, so I assume that's where the markets are. Which would make sense. We try and get yeah. ourselves there and have a bit of a wander around, see what the lay of the land is. <coughs> I, I, think that's a, I think that's a very good idea. I think we probably want to be hitting... Um, uh, heading towards this area that you described, you said it was in the in one of the markets uh, outside the city. That's where they're meeting up, right? I Such a so. strange location. Well, uh, I, I mean, mean it's pretty, pretty public. Well, I mean, if they, they want to look like merchants, you know, the market's probably the best place to uh, to hide yourself. Well, not too much. Didn't you uh, say that you saw them come up the aircraft? Uh, Oh, yeah, so right? Gloria, you've seen them. You've seen them in disembarking uh, airships. Um, a number of the higher-ranking members disembarking airships over the past couple of days, and then making their way down towards this market area. Um, but you've you've always lost them uh, as they've entered into this market area. You've never been able to track them down where they're actually meeting. They they seem to have this disguise set up really really well, where you lose track of them very very quickly as soon as they exit the city, uh, and it's been would quite you, frustrating. Uh, would uh, Gloria be able to spot them in a lineup? Uh, Gloria would be able to recognize um, maybe not faces too much. You might have an idea of some of the members if you if you saw them and, and caught them again. But um, yeah, often often you didn't catch faces. They're often wearing very heavy robes. They're very well disguised. Um, yeah, you might have a bit of trouble recognizing specific people, but you, you, you know the look of them now. You think you've got the look of them down pat. You think you can sort of spot who they are and where they are at different times. Oh, Owen, I just realized something. Gloria yeah. won't have one of those nifty cloaks. No, Gloria does not have one of your nifty cloaks. Okay. Mm. That's all I'm just mentioning it. Yeah, no, Gloria does I, not have one of your cool cloaks, unfortunately. I think, I think the, uh, we should definitely do some reconnaissance. These cloaks will definitely help us. Perfect. Well, uh, uh, yeah. We may as well uh, jump into it then, hey? Well, uh, actually, the uh, we probably should try and find a place to uh, stay for the night if we need to. But if we head our separate ways, scout out the markets, and meet back here, might be a good option. We can definitely try that if you like. When, when, when were the caravans leaving? On was it today that they were leaving? Is that why we had to take the airship or? Uh, so you weren't sure when they were leaving specifically, but you knew it was going to be soon. Okay. Yeah. So we should find yeah. first thing we should do probably together, guys, is uh, just find out when the caravans are leaving, and then if we want to do some reconnaissance work after that, I suppose. Don't want to get uh, leave anyone behind. Looks at Gloria. Hmm. <laughs> That'd be a what shame. Type of, what type? Of, so that was a bit sarcastic, was it? <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit the leave behind bit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, poor Gloria. <laughs> poor oh, Gloria. Too warm. <laughs> Out of character. <laughs> Why poor Gloria? Because everyone's picking on her. She gives it back though. I like it. Oh yeah. She started it. She started all of it. <laughs> she actually gets a little <laughs> tiny bit of appreciation from Emmerich because I think. What was it? He loves a good insult, even one directed at him. So, he doesn't like the fact that she's like, obviously like has ulterior motives because of the, obviously the good insight, but he, he does like his little jibs and jabs with her. He actually appreciates it and doesn't really hold it against her because like I said, in his personality trait, I love a good insult, even one directed at me. Oh, with that go. though, guys, what do you reckon? Do you reckon we should uh, make our way to the markets? Let's do it. I think so, yeah. Uh, right. Now, Arthur sort of looks at you guys and goes, right, well, like, I mean, 
what I was thinking was if we can track them down, maybe we can organize to join on as part of the... I mean, I'm not going to be... When I say we, I mean you guys. I'm, I'm not coming with you. I'm staying here. But I was thinking that maybe if we could track them down, we could try and join on as part of another caravan. Like if you could get yourselves hired as some sort of... Um, some sort of like caravan guard, or maybe if you wanted to even pretend to be merchants yourselves. But we need you to come with us to drive the plot. <laughs> no, 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 lass. I'm not, I'm not coming with you. <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm staying here. I've got much to do in the city. I'm, I'm pretty, got my hands pretty full having to manage the Order of the Gauntlet. Thinking about joining other caravans, Gora, you're from here. You seem to be in the know. I saw that wink you gave uh, the uh, barmaid when he came in. Would you know any caravans that would be heading out of this town that we could uh, join or uh, become part of? You wouldn't oh, know any specific, <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't know any specific caravans that are, lead, are leaving because that's a bit below you. Like you don't really pay attention to that sort of thing. Um, uh, but you do know that there are a number of uh, merchant groups um, and organisations who regularly send out caravans of goods. Um, probably the the East Oceania Trading Company is the biggest, um, and they generally lead caravans out towards the east and up to the north. Have I got a work experience kid that I could exploit to do the legwork for me? I thought that's what this group was for you. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. But, I mean, I, I guess I've still got my work experience kit here. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have a work experience yeah. kit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Ontha, as he sort of like is seeing you guys sort of getting a bit sort of caught up in in what you're planning to do from here and out, goes right. Well, look, I I I, I, well, I have a contact. Um, I, I don't know if this is the best person to go and talk to, but you can absolutely go and talk um, to uh, one of my friends. Uh, he, he's a merchant, or he, he owns more of a merchant company. Um, he might be able to give you a bit of a hand on where you're going. Um, uh, let me just pull open his name. Uh, Aiken, Aiken Celebon. Um, he's, he's a trader, he uh, operates a, an equipage business um, just in the outer city, uh, in, in the market district. Um, he sells like materials and things like that for long distance hauling, like wagons, rope, netting, stuff like that. Um, he doesn't do the hiring himself, but he might know people who do. Um, and I can write you a note that will get him to vouch for you. Yeah, Aiken, Aiken uh, Celebon. Um, yeah, write that, write that down, write that down. Um, we'll fix. Sounds I'll grab like my little book from deal. the guild, and uh, I'll I'll put that in there. Yeah, add it to your little little uh, your notebook. Hmm. Right. Well, look, I, I'm gonna have to leave you here, guys. Um, here, let me let me pay for the tea. Uh, he puts down three gold. I'm not paying for the whiskey though. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's fair. <laughs> right. Well, it's been a pleasure. Um, thank you for coming with me back to back to Palin. I, I hope I hope that your mission goes well. He looks at Gloria. I hope that you figure out which side you're on, lass, because there really is only one side that you can be on. Yeah. Okay, that's all I've got to see. Pleasure meeting you guys. I'll check in on Mira. If you need anything, you just let me know. You can always contact me at the Order of the Gauntlet. And gives you all a nod, gives a suspicious glance at Gloria, and then walks out the door. Uh, you'll notice that as he puts the money down on the counter, it starts vanishing, uh, turning into dust. Uh, Gloria, you know that it's been transported back to the till. Cool. Does um, Gloria know how much the whiskey costs? <laughs> uh, Gloria knows that she does not have to pay for the whiskey. Smart. Well, Emmerich's a bit. Emmerich's honestly a bit confused about where he's going to pay, so he doesn't. He just forgets about it. I bet he <laughs> wish he had his copper. <laughs> oh, I mean, like I don't think copper would help, but it's fine. <laughs> if the three, if the tea costs three gold, I'd hate to know what the whiskey costs. <laughs> the tea costs yep. three gold. Oh, no, one yeah. gold each for. Uh, oh, okay. The tea yeah. drinkers. So the whiskey's probably going to cost a couple. You didn't ask how much it cost before you ordered No, I some. didn't. Just felt like she was one-upping me, so I had to do it. That's what Emmerich would do. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so you've got a, you've now got an area to know, uh, go to. This is uh, to Akon Celebon. Um, he operates the um, the business in the outer city, just in the the area uh, marked eight on your uh, on your map of Palin there. Um, and I should actually say, you know that his business, the the business is called um, Blackgate. Blackgate Shipping and Co. So that's what you that's what you know blackgate shipping and co that's what you know huh. all right well Blake. we all want to head off there now and uh see if we can meet up with this contact or yeah probably a good idea don't okay. want to waste time in case we miss them yeah exactly all right well head on out of the bar Beautiful. What do you think, Owen? Do you think it's a good time for a little intermission break? I'm thinking, I'm thinking that's a perfect time for an intermission break. We're almost bang on one and a half hours. That is absolutely perfect. Um, I reckon. So yeah, for those of you who've been who've been joining us for the live stream, thank you so much. I'm sorry that we had some um, some technical difficulties earlier. I think they seem to be sorted. Um, having Alice and I using the same internet uh, was not the correct. <laughs> it was too much for the for the uh, the good old copper to handle, I'd say. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll be right back, guys. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we'll be right back for episode fourteen, part two. We'll see you guys soon. Yay. See you guys. See you, everyone. Bye. See you soon, guys. <laughs>